Welcome back to the Hollow Sky Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Steven. And Kyle. And Kyle is back in studio. I'm back, baby. Healing up. Feeling good. That's right. It's great to have him back. Back in rare form. Totally stoked that he's doing better. And we get to kick it today. Uh, I've got a live one for you tonight, Hollow Cult. This is happening as we speak. Uh, we'll get into that. In a little bit, after we get through the business, holiday season is right upon us, yo. That's right. So I hope everybody has a great, this week goes by flawlessly. That's why we're starting it out with the Hollow Cult. And everybody gets to enjoy the holidays with their family and their loved ones, because that's what's important. We should probably rerun the Santa Claus episode so everybody cries about it. No, I agree. Special release on Christmas Day. Yeah, let's put it out. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm here for it. But the business, check us out at all our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, Discord, Reddit. Search up the Hollow Sky Podcast, and we will be there. Join the Hollow Cult. This is a cool thing to do. All the rad kids are doing it. So, I mean, hey, why not? If you have a paranormal encounter that you would like for us to share on our Thursday listener encounter show, Kyle's got your deets. You can write your story out or record yourself. Shoot that over to the email, which is going to be holloskypodcast at gmail.com. You can also call or text the holophone, which is going to be 618-556-0837. We appreciate any and all stories that get submitted to us. Please, if you've been hesitant... Get around to doing that for us. It would mean the world to us. We really love doing the listener encounter episodes. They've been a lot of fun. Hopefully we get to keep that going. And to jump ahead a hair into part of Steve's little deal. If you don't like ads, <laughs> you can go pay $3 on the Patreon and not have any ads. And... <laughs> I'm pretty sure I do an all right job, but you usually get them a day early as well. So take that into consideration. I wasn't even going to go there, but since been there, done that, you wouldn't change your favorite TV show because it has commercials. It's true. Right? Usually that's when you get yourself a soda pop. Yeah. There's also a snack cake. Most podcatchers I watch have a handy dandy fast forward button. You could just fast forward through the ads. All right. Moving forward. If you'd like to support the show, there's plenty of ways you can do it. We have a Patreon like Kyle had just mentioned. Tons of cool stuff over there. Tiers you can sign up for. All kinds of stuff. Yeah, ad-free. Ad free, ad-free episodes. And a day early on it's, all episodes. Sometimes I feel like they wish that there was host-free episodes. Oh, yeah. Naturally. You know? But anyway... Uh, we also have a Venmo. You can throw some pocket change in there for our, uh, bad habit fund. You can, oh, we got the store up plenty of goodies over there. If you'd like to get some hollow sky merch, that'd be cool. Rep the hollow cult. I saw a stranger or stranger. John got that in my head. Brother John posted in the discord where he was wearing the hollow club shirt out to eat in, uh, Staunton and somebody called out how cool the shirt was. Brother John's always wearing, always putting on. 
Always repping the, the cult. Uh, what else we got? Word of mouth. Most important thing you could do. Share the show. Share the show. Share the show. Um, <clears throat> again, the, the numbers game is getting rough in the podcast world. Uh, a lot of things are changing. A lot of, lot of uh, pod hosting sites are shutting down. Um, it's really changing the the way I feel like podcasts are going to move forward. Honestly, it's changing. It's going to get a lot landscape. harder. Yeah, I just I know Google Podcasts are shutting down in April. I think we already lost Stitcher. A lot of these are going to go away, and that is not doing anyone any favors. No. So sharing the show is important, and we appreciate everybody that does it. Yep. You can also go to these podcatchers left standing and leave us a five-star rating and review, and we will gladly shout you out today. Today's five-star rating and review is from our friend, Becca Lauren. Becca Lauren says, five stars, resurrection it. Dear resurrection it, stars move, planets move, solar systems move, galaxies moved. In fact, every single thing in our universe moves and is always moving. Exactly what is disappointing about the guys asking how fast that these move. Ha! She says, Got him! <laughs> oh, and paranormal. Look at that's, that. That's getting, for the algorithm. Getting our backs. Signed, Physics Groupie. Well, much love. I don't have to say anything else. Much, much love. That's a five-star rating and review. Holocult coming in swinging. That's what's up. With that left hook. Thanks, Becca Lauren, for taking the time to get down on their level. Take care of our light work. I appreciate you. Coming in hot to the rescue. I dig it. I dig it. I do too. All right. So I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for this. Me choosing this specific. Um, topic today but it's a live fire one it's happening right now and everybody that knows me knows i'm a sucker for internet mysteries weird like arg kind of larpy shit right and i'm always feeling like what if it's not you know what if like years down the road there's fucking YouTube creators writing about this weird thing that happened on the internet that nobody made any sense of. So I always kind of like want to be on the front end of that. Well, after the night shift this past week, I'm scrolling through Reddit. And I'm hearing all these rumblings of this ham operator, ham radio operator, that got a weird signal this past week. So we're going to go into it because that's what I do. So, uh, December 10th, an anonymous poster on the 4chan Paranormal Board made this post. He lets us know that he recorded it on December 7th, a few days before, with a modified Kenwood TS-130S ham radio. The signal, he said, was... What was the exact date on the signal? Uh, he recorded it on December 7th. Okay. It broke on Because that was Reddit. just... Several days after the oddity on the sun that yeah. was supposed to send stuff far away. Yes. So I thought the same thing. It's kind of fucking weird. I thought the same thing. It broke on Reddit on, or he posted it on December 10th on 4chan. 
He said the sig- signal was picked up between 1.685 and 1.68 or 1.69 gigahertz, which will become of possible more importance later on. But this is the exact quote of what he posted. It says, I'm an amateur ham radio operator here in northern Wyoming, and I play around in the over one gigahertz range. I came across some weird beeps and squelches in the 1.685 gigahertz range, so I've been listening and recording in case it's a trucker or some other amateur. I like talking over the radio on civilian channels, but after a few days of monitoring, I got a female voice. It almost sounds like a temporary number station or something, but I chopped the recording into a five-minute video with subtitles. The transmission is not very long, but it seems to contain a lot of data, if I had to guess. What can you all make of it? Government radio test? Is it aliens? Maybe just a band testing? I am a hobbyist, and I don't really know what these numbers and letters mean. I'm going to play... Okay, so that's what, that's what he posted, and then he sent a Catbox drop file of the actual audio that he had clipped together. So... I'm going to, me and Kyle, since we're both here, we're going to play this audio for you, right? To kind of let you, let you hear what everybody else heard. Because I feel like it's important for you to hear to be able to make your own conclusions. I will give you a heads up, though. The first part of the audio, about the first minute in, there is uh, actual, like, speech context, right? It's five minutes long. After that first minute, the voice just starts giving random numbers and letters. If you don't want to listen to that for the next four minutes, just skip four minutes ahead after she gets done talking. And you won't have to listen to that because it it kind of drones on after she gets done saying what she needs to say. And it's just a bunch of letters and numbers. So that being said, there's also background noise in this. That's your warning. Here is the clip. We are peaceful. 45, 61, 72, 74, 68, 20, 54, 69, 6 delta, 65, 0 alpha, break. 31, 38, 40, 30, 20, 55, 54, 42, 20, 2 delta, 37, break. 44, 65, 64, 65, 20, 34, 37, break, 4, 5, 6, 6, 6, 6, 6, 6, 6, 6, 6, 6, 6, 6, 6, 6, 6, 6, 6, 6, 6, 6, 6, 6, 6, 6, 6, 6,
67, 69, 74, 75, 64, 65, 20, 4 SA, 65, 67, 61, 75, 69, 76, 65, 20, 31, 31, 31, break. 59, 6 Foxtrot, 75, 20, 6 Bravo, 6 Echo, 6 Foxtrot, 77, 20, 75, 73, 0 Alpha, 57, 65, 20, 6 Bravo, 6 Echo, 6 Foxtrot, 77, 20, 79, 6 Foxtrot, 75, 0 Alpha, break. 57, 65, 20, 61, 72, 65, 20, 60, 69, 6 Bravo, 65, 20, 79, 6 Foxtrot, 75, 2 Echo, 20, 57, 65, 20, 60, 69, 76, 65, 64, 20, 61, 6 Delta, 6 Foxtrot, 6 Echo, 67, 20, 79, 6 Foxtrot, 75, break, 45, 6 Delta, 62, 72, 61, 63, 65, 20, 75, 72, 20, 66, 6 Foxtrot, 72, 20, 77, 65, 20, 6 Delta, 65, 61, 6 Echo, 20, 6 Echo, 6 Foxtrot, 20, 68, 61, 72, 6 Delta, break. 57, 65, 20, 61, 72, 65, 20, 6 Charlie, 69, 6 Bravo, 65, 20, 79, 6 Foxtrot, 75, 20, 62, 75, 74, 20, 77, 69, 74, 68, 20, 66, 75, 72, break. 57, 65, 20, 61, 72, 65, 20, 6 Charlie, 69, 6 Bravo, 65, 20, 79, 6 Foxtrot, 75, 20, 62, 75, 74, 20, 62, 61, 6 Echo, 69, 6 Echo, 65, 72, 20, 61, 6 Charlie, 72, 6 Foxtrot, break. 57, 65, 20, 6 Charlie, 6 Foxtrot, 76, 65, 20, 79, 6 Foxtrot, 75, break. 50, 6 Charlie, 65, 61, 73, 65, 20, 6 Charlie, 6 Foxtrot, 76, 65, 20, 75, 76, break. Pretty strange, right? It is weird. Some of the noises are a little bit hard to deal with, like stomach. Yeah. At times, and it also kind of reminds me of the voicemails we used to get. Oh, with the weird squelching yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah, that is weird. You I know, mine. Obviously, we never got the the vocalizations with it, but it does kind of remind me of the old voicemails that we used to get. It's it's weird that we still get. Yeah, constantly. I need to shut that number down, actually. But 
I will uh, just read a transcript of what she said in case anybody had any problem understanding it. So the, the part in the beginning is broadcast break. Call sign Verda break. 1.6877 repeating gigahertz break. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. Do not be afraid, for I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. Be not afraid. We are peaceful. And then, of course, she goes into a number sequence, which I will not repeat because it's long. We'll break this part down to begin with. She starts out with call sign Verda. Keep that in mind because this is going to swing back around to another anonymous encounter that was posted earlier. The gigahertz frequency is of importance too, which we will also circle back around to, just not at this time because I'm trying to keep everything in, in order and context. What I want to dive into right now is the phrases that she says. She starts out with, I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. For our Bible verse friends, this should sound familiar to you because it is an excerpt from Isaiah 41.10. We're depending on what version you're using here. It goes something similar to this. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Different versions of the Bible changes righteous to victorious, but you kind of get the point. But in the broadcast one, it doesn't say God, does it? No. Starts right after it. That's fucking weird. Starts right after it. I'm glad that you caught that. That's a little sussy. Glad that you caught that. I do want to point out that they're, whatever this thing is, is coming out swinging, going directly for Bible verses, right? So that's going to catch people's attention. But it's just so weird that it's modified. You know what I mean? Like, because instantly, like, the way my brain is is moving right now is because it's because you started it off with, like, the possibility of an ARG-type situation. So my brain is kind of, like, running these loops. Like, why, why would you modify this first? What is the significance in modifying this first? It's strange. Because, obviously... The insinuation of minusing this verse out, in my head anyways, it is because I'm also going to view this from the, the possibility that this is an extraterrestrial. So you are going to find something that's similar that people can get behind because you know there's a lot of, there's a lot of significance in religion on this planet. And so you find this similar verse that rings true to you to a degree. However, when you read this verse, you see and understand the word for I am your God, or the phrasing that, you know, I am the I am your God. And this entity by nature is like, well, I'm not a God, but I, I do adhere to the rest of this verse, right? Like I, I'm, I, there's, you shouldn't be afraid of me. I'm, I'm going to help you out and, so on and so forth. I love it. And so just a general kind of breaking down of that, because outside of that, why why modify that that verse? 
I am. I was. I'm so stoked that your brain went right there, because, because we're gonna. Okay. Everybody, everybody, hold on to that, right? So, again, if this is if this is real and not like a LARP, someone just messing around. Wild that they come out swinging with the Bible verses. After that, they go directly into a second one with "Do not be afraid, for I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people." This is also a Bible verse. Luke 2.10. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For context, I added the next one, uh, Luke 2.11. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, which is Christ the Lord. As Kyle noticed in the first one, they cut it off right after, they started right after it said, I am your God. In this one, they also cut it off where it said, and the angel said unto them, yeah, fear not, do not be afraid. I bring you good tidings. So, so whatever, whatever's happening, they're making a clear statement to disassociate themselves from God, uh, angelic beings. They, as of right now, the perception is like, we are, at least in my brain, you're, 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 you're taking a step away from, being this equal, so to speak. Yes. Well, I kind of, I kind of go two different directions here because there's clearly significances in these specific verses and there's clearly significance to the parts they left out. Specifically, I am your God and I am your God in the first one, which is odd to me because they aren't right outright claiming to be God, but they're using the same verbiage that was said by our God to comfort us in a similar fashion. Right. Exactly. Almost like they're they're taking like they're kind of stepping in. Yeah, and and, and trying to use things that have comforted us yes. in the past to comfort yes. us now. That's what I think it is. I think it, I think it's like a a relation tactic of like yes. The majority of people are going to understand like the the overall meaning behind these phrases. Yes. So therefore I will use the same phrasing to show or at least to portray that I am not evil that I am here to help, you know, and and it feels it feels very um brotherhood of the snakey a little bit like there's this it made me this think hidden... of the the bledsoes. Yeah. Like with them coming in hot, not necessarily right. but until when they're called out like no. You know, I believe in God. Oh, well, I am your God. And it's it's a weird, like, it's a weird manipulator tactic, too. Like, cults use it, and and just emotional manipulators, they, they like, love bomb. Like, I'm here well, that, to and, help you. And, and to I'm further here. that point, they, they uh, in the same context, they will manipulate the verbiage of those things as oh, well. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they, you could perceive that sentence, they'll, 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 They'll do this well, they'll leave sections out, you know, because a lot of people's memories aren't extra sharp, extra crisp, or they would remember that it says, for I am your God. They, When it gets told to them, they, they it registers like, no, that is, that is what it says. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then on top of that, these manipulators, they'll, they'll manipulate what the verbiage could mean, so to speak, because you will, you'll perceive it this way and they'll go, no, 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 no. This is what this means. Don't you see? Don't you see how it plays this way? And then people go, oh, I do. I do see it. That Yeah, yeah. It totally makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, very manipulative. Yeah. That's, that's not a word, I but see it, it is now. 
yeah, so just just that part alone, like I said, they're coming in hot, right? So 4chan being what it is, people immediately start questioning the OP. I call him OP because it stands for original poster. It's the guy who made, who recorded the sound and made the post. I include this little section here to just kind of add some validity to the person who posted it, right? So an anonymous user hit him with a ton of questions. Uh, he said, how long have you been a licensed operator? Reason for asking is because when ham is capitalized, it's usually by someone who's either brand spanking nor new or is not a ham. Ham doesn't stand for anything. It's just a nickname for the type of person you would typically see involved in the hobby. Two, what frequency exactly? You mentioned the word range a few times. Does that mean recording from multiple frequencies? Three, what mode? Four, how did you modify the 130S to tune in that high? Seems highly unnecessary, being that you can use a cheap SDR. Goes into all this blah, blah, blah shit. Uh, five, the guy actually posted a picture of his radio, the original poster. Guy says, cool radio, that thing's a dinosaur. I use a Kenwood TS-590. I love to see the old guns in use. Six, he says, a lot of effort put in the presentation of that recording. Nice work. But do you want the audience to believe you're listening to a galactic federational monitoring station uh, located in the backwoods or on the backside of the moon? That is because the the recording he posted, he was he like made it look like he put a galaxy in the background. And he made like some frequency waves, which you can do when you're when you're clipping stuff. Yeah, yeah. So he's kind of calling the dude out, like you want us to think this is aliens. You know how house. Well, media yeah, is. yeah. So to our poster's credit, he immediately fires back, answers all this dude's questions. He says, three years license, a few years playing around before that. Ham stands for Hyman Almy Murray. You capitalize Ham to so rep- show respect to all three of them. They are names, thus that's why I capitalize them. I'm like, all right, <laughs> carry on. Uh, I recorded the band across 1.685 to 1.8. 690 thus all the noise i did not have time to dial in exactly before recording i wish i did though would have likely been a lot less noise uh three ssb am and isb simultaneously below explains how my radio is more of a bridge to my other equipment and is more or less just a link to an antenna that i record through i use sdr on my laptop he talks about his setup uh, he thanks the guy, says, I love messing around with the old hardware. And he, in reference to the, f- like, weird files he he posted with the sound, he says, no, I just didn't want to leave the background back. I have an Adobe account for work, so I use some of the free stock footage in the background, and I like outer space. So the guy answers these questions, c- kind of adds to his credibility, right? He does yeah. have ham knowledge. He, right. sp- he spits it out as fast as this dude asks. Uh, from there, people start breaking down the audio. They're pretty torn on whether the female voice is AI or it isn't. Multiple users comment on her accent and her verbiage. One user says, listen to it. You can hear her as she breathes in, speeds up, slows down, speaks louder, softer, and it sounds like a real person to me. If you listen all the way through, she says the numbers differently. She says yeah. break differently. And usually in AI, it's the same inflection when you're using the same word. Uh, another user comes in and says at the one, one minute, 17 second mark, when she says for Charlie, it sounds like a small slip up, like she almost misread or misspoke. The way she continues sounds almost oddly cute or like she's trying not to laugh or messing up. I've heard a lot of AI voices, but she sounds as real as they come, I think. 
another person says, this voice has, voice has an English accent. I thought it was Southeast Asian inflection at the start, but after a couple of listens, I think I was just being fixed by the interference. It's Southeast English, posh rather than estuary. It's an accent of a 1970s BBC announcer. There's too much inflection for it to be AI generated. I think it's a real person. That said, it's really rare to hear that as a natural accent these days. I wonder if it's a recording of a paid actress on Fiverr or some such. I love that they're like reaching out for anything to disprove this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's just step one in everybody's process. And nobody, I mean, I guess that should be part of the process, but it should be more on the lines of let's find the proper information instead of let's just disprove it. Yeah. I like, that's the first thing people went for with all this. Like you didn't say ham, right? Yeah. You let's cut his legs right? out. You know, like, come on, let's do better. Right. And I'm not even saying this is legit. Like this is, this is far from being legit, but you're discrediting him for like all the wrong reasons. Right. Yeah. This this could be the like the LARP of all LARPs because it's it, it ties into other it's it's wild. From here, we're gonna dive into the frequency. A lot of people looked into this frequency uh, that it was recorded at the range, and apparently this is not a public frequency. Like not like it's illegal for just amateurs to get in there and do anything on right. Users commented on it. I believe the 1.3 to 1.6 gigahertz range is reserved for space-to-earth communications, satellite shit and stuff. It's been a while since I've been involved with radio slash RF, so the range may be slightly off or larger, but basically you are listening to the frequency in that range. Another person said, What I do know is that I'm pretty sure the 1.6 hertz gigahertz range typically isn't used for any civilian purposes, like another Anon said, space-earth communication. Another user stated it's frequently used by weather balloons and satellites, which almost seems like a, a poke at humans for always saying that UFOs are weather balloons. I put that in there because it kind of made me laugh. It says, if you look at the FCC charts, the 1.6877 gigahertz is a weather satellite or government-only frequency. If you Google 1.6877 gigahertz radio frequency, the first result is tons of Reddit posts about Skinwalker Ranch anomalies on the 1.6 gigahertz bands. Do you know if these type of communication signals run equivalent to electromagnetic signals? I do not know. Because I know cell phones use it. I, you, I mean, you'd almost think so, right? Because if so, interesting tie into my next episode. Interesting. I thought you were going to go with the sunburst. No, there is that there. There is that there. But all right, I'll keep that in mind. There is interesting tie into my my episode. I like it. So I dug dig a little or did a little digging into the Skinwalker Ranch 1.6 gigahertz because I don't really watch that show. Kind of lost interest after the first season. Same. But this specific band does show up quite often when things are weird, right? And I listened to a breakdown on another podcast of it, and the the frequency itself isn't that strange. It's just that it 
does weird anomalous things while on the ranch. Like when someone gets sick, this, this frequency will spike when it's not supposed to spike. And like the, it'll push up, they call it the noise floor where everything is, is it's like your baseline reading and it'll, it'll spike up to that. Like when some so weird it's like, shit's it's going like on. something's manipulating that frequency versus the frequency itself yes. being the manipulator. Yes. It's almost like they use that. Gotcha. As, yeah. As its, you, as its channel. There's plenty of research that shows that frequency can negatively and positively affect us as humans. And, and you know that it affects, I mean, obviously it affects equipment and just the whole nine. Yeah. Uh, from there, we're going to get into these letters and numbers. So 4chan and Reddit did what 4chan and Reddit do best, and they began diving into the series of numbers read after the Bible verses. They were quick to discover that it is a cipher, a hexadecimal to AS or ASCI cipher to be exact. What they uncode <laughs> makes it so much more weird than it needs to be. Uh, the cipher decodes to Earth time break 1100 UTC. Dash seven break December 23rd, 2023 break latitude 47 break longitude negative 111 break. You know us break. We know you break. We are like you break. We lived among you break embrace us for we mean no harm break. We are like you, but with fur. Break. We are like you, but canines also. Break. We love you. Break. Please love us. Break. What kind of fucking safe space is this shit? <laughs> Bro, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <clears throat> this, that's weird. Dude. That is, yeah, you nailed it. That's way weirder than it should be. <laughs> I want to point out one thing in that first 1100 UTC, uh, some, I didn't take the time to decode it myself because that takes a lot of time. Some people said it's 1800 UTC. So it's either 1100 or 1800. I don't know. We're gonna, yeah. So this just turned into alien, uh, frequencies to possible, uh, furry invasion. Sweet. Uh, but we're gonna, we're going to dive into this. How how do you have fur and you're like me outside of you being a Bigfoot? Next, and, and then you say you're canine. Dog well, that, man. That's not, no. Angelic dog man from outer space. No. It's it's true. It does happen. No. that, that I'm not well, we're, like we're, you. We're about to find out December 23rd. I'm not saying that I hate you. I'm just saying, bro, your um, understanding of my anatomy and your anatomy <laughs> is slightly skewed. Just throwing that out there. Because I'm not a canine. Not a canine. At least to my knowledge, I'm not a canine. We're 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 just gonna we're just gonna die. Yeah, let's we'll but we'll pretend we'll 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 go forward. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, so many connotations we could have with this. So Earth time, they state, clearly leads us to think that this is possibly something beyond Earth, so it has to specify Earth time. Why else would you say that? Yeah. Where where else does like is is specific time really that much of a big deal? 
the 11 or 1800 UTC-7. I'm not sure about this. UTC is coordinated universal time, so I'm not sure if it's in conjunction with when the recording was put out or if it alludes to the time of the possible event in the future that we're going to talk about. Then they say December 23rd, 2023. Clearly a future date. It's Christmas Eve Eve, which is kind of strange when you think about the second Bible verse being being referenced. Angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Very Christmassy. Very Christmassy, right? So there's definitely some birth of Christ correlation being Christmas even with this. Could it be some sort of weird second coming warning? That is fucking eerie to think about. Or what is going on? What if, oh, I'm going to get destroyed. What if Jesus comes back as a furry? That's concerning, to say the least. Times are, it's although, 2023, bro. Although, I'm not going to discriminate. It's, uh, I I am just like, I'm sitting here chomping at the bit for for December 23rd. Anyway, we're going to keep going on. Because I feel like it's, it's, it's very, it, it feels clearly it's tied to around Christmas. And bringing, bringing joy to all people, which is the same thing they said about the birth of Christ, which is so weird. Could it be the Antichrist coming in? Is the Antichrist a furry? Huh? I mean, huh? it's just as plausible the other way around, so... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> it's, it's concerning, though. It's concerning. From there, we get a set of coordinates. Latitude 47, longitude negative 111, which leads us to the top of a damn mountain along an old logging road near Taylor Hills Trailhead in the Helena, Lewis, and Clark National Forest in Montana. If you Google Earth it, it is it takes you to a spot, and there is some sort of building there. I don't know if it's an electrical building, if it's a trailer. I don't know what it is. You can't zoom in enough to look, but it's just along an old logging road, and that thing is smack dab on this. Which is creepy. It is weird. I showed Kyle. There could essentially be a furry ham operator sitting in there waiting for his furry soulmate to arrive. Or our savior could appear at the same spot. Very different ends of the spectrum. Both very weird. Both very weird. Very weird. Moving on. You know us. I'm breaking this down as we go. You know us. We know you. We are like you. We have lived among you. The thing that stands out to me about this is the past tense use here. Lived among you. Are they ancient humans? Are they old gods? It could be a whole bunch of different scenarios you could run with there, right? Yeah. It's very, if you look at that context, well, it's very Egyptian at that point. Yes. Yes. Um, but once again, you're wrong because I don't fucking know you. So <laughs> I'm throwing that out there. I don't know you. What are we I, just... I'm sorry. The the whole like Hellfire Farm. Yeah. Had the Anubis. Had the yeah, dog headed. That's true. Entity. 
That's true. It's just fucking, it's weird. I cannot wrap my brain around the fact that it says, we look like you, but with fur and canine. Like, what? What? I just cannot, my brain cannot process this. Hey, Hollow Cult, the weather's getting nice, and you know what that means. It's cryptid hunting season, and the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tacovis Boots. When you're out hunting the dogman or stalking Chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tacovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all, and it's it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin Hollow Sky branded boots. How awesome would that be? Nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. It's if we, oh, dude, it's, I don't know. Okay. Uh, moving on. Unless there's an, a hidden, which I'm sure there is, but unless there's some type of hidden aspect in the human genome that we haven't ever been taught. But the fact that like, like these dog-headed creatures are go are they throughout are, time. They are throughout time. I will so not argue that. You almost have to lead some credence that people were seeing something. And then like I that. guess, I guess in reality, if you were to picture Anubis. In general um, descriptions, there is it is more uh, along the lines of what would it be like fucking ninety percent human slash human with a dog head. Yes, even if even if it was completely covered in fur, there's still that that humanoid overall shape to it. Okay, okay, now my brain can wrap this up. That's what I was thinking from the get-go. See, initially my brain was picturing Dogman and I'm like, "What the fuck? Like we are not the same." Yeah, but we can't we, we can't even eliminate that, honestly. No, I agree. So I'm just weird. saying that it's just my brain was having a very hard time. Yeah. Which my when they started talking about that I immediately thought of Anubis, and I immediately thought of Hellfire Farm, where one of the entities yeah. they were dealing with that essentially just laughed in the face of any kind of uh, yeah. Christian like push off, like try try to ward him away, is now coming in similar to this, trying to ease its way back into humanity. I don't know; it's weird. Definitely weird. Moving on. <laughs> Embrace us, for we mean no harm. We are like you, but with fur. We are like you, but canines also. We love you. Please love us. 
I don't know who had Angelic Intergalactic Dogman on their 2023 bingo card, but WTF. My exact writing. Also, another thing to point out is the overall verbiage. It sounds like someone, it sounds like broken English. It sounds like the way a dog would try to talk like a person. That's what I mean. Like, it, it <laughs> like, because you, a normal person would not go, we are like you, but canine also. Yeah. That's not how, that's not how normal people talk. My brain, my brain got so wrapped into this when I was reading it earlier where, where they, she says break. I was reading bark. We embrace you for we mean no harm. Bark. We are like you, but with fur. Bark. We are like you, but with canines. Bark. That would definitely we love be you. strange. Bark. Please love us. Bark. <laughs> oh, who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? Uh, digging in to this can lead down a bunch of different paths, like me and Kyle were just talking about. You know, you could go the typical dogman route that's kind of like gotten big here as of lately in the paranormal cryptozoology world like the beast of bray road and dogman's tony hunt and whatnot i don't feel like the dogman has very much consciousness about him though you wouldn't think so no i feel like he's more of just like a wild animal that's kind of what i was thinking too like it wouldn't be like hey like you got a dogman tearing people apart in lbl it's not gonna be like hey we love you. hey we love you we're Some, like you somebody give me a pet <laughs> you know no but when you throw the imagery of anubis in there okay yes yeah all right that's where I go down with this. I'm more on I'm more on that line right now. It could be a race of dog-headed beings that lived on the planet in the past. So I found a Cynocephaly, right? And I went and Wikipedia Cynocephaly. The characteristic of Cynocephaly or Cynocephalus is having the head of a canid, typically of a dog or a jackal. It's widely attested to mythical phenomenon existing in many different forms and contexts. The literal meaning of cynocephaly is dog-headedness. That refers to having a human body with a dog head. Um, such cynocephalics are known in mythology and legends from all parts of the world, including ancient Egypt, India, Greece, and China. Uh, also medieval, or medieval East and Europe. The, they distinguish cynocephaly from lycanthropy, which is werewolfism, being that the cynocephaly can speak, speak English. Interesting. Maybe broken English. Uh, we go into the ancient Greeks and Egyptians. We have, uh, Duamutef, which is a son of Horus, which had the head of a dog. We also have Anubis, the Egyptian god of the dead, who also is dog-headed. Um, they say that these deities are able to shift between fully human and fully animal states, and a lot of the Egyptian uh, gods that we see are actual animal forms, but they take, when they take the forms of humans, that's when you get the head of the dog or the head of the lion. So they're actual, the gods are actually these animal forms, but when they partake the, the human form, that's when you get these kind of these mix matches. So, Egyptology said a lion-headed goddess is actually a lion goddess in human form. Like the Sphinx 
is Reverse. a man, yeah, who's taking the form of a lion. Oh, what else do I got here? The reports of dog-headed races can be traced back to Greek antiquity. Uh, there's all kinds of cases that I find here. There's dog-headed tribes in India that they wrote about. Uh, they are human-shaped but clothed in the skin of beasts. Um, ancient Libyans said that these creatures inhabit the east of their lands as well as headless men and various other anomalies. In the... And think about from that like ge- geographical location of the planet how much of this type of mythology has surfaced. Like not, not just dog creatures, but like your centaurs and like, like there's just been so much of it that has risen from this particular section of the world. Yep. I'm trying to find where I put it. Um, there are, Inscriptions and drawings of dog-headed men alongside other mythological creature, creatures, such as a blimmy, which is a man that doesn't have a head, but the face is on its like chest and stomach. That's weird. Uh, a cyclops. They had a picture of the dog man, dog-headed man with a blimmy, a cyclops, which we all know what a cyclops is, one one big eye, and a ceapod, which is a human, but instead of having two legs, it just has one large leg with a giant foot. That's gross. Yeah, so these were things that people essentially were seeing back then. Um, You have, like, Christian-esque saints that were portrayed with dog heads. There were description of two saints, uh, Arrakis and Augani, with dog heads uh, from the, that were faithful servants to the Coptic saint uh, Mercursius Abu Saifan. In the Eastern Orthodox Church, certain icons covertly identified St. Christopher as being that of a dog head. Man, that makes me wonder a really fucked up thought. Let's go. I'm going to throw it out there. Let's send it. It's fucked, but... Because I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, imagine how interesting times would be back then if all these creatures were real, you know, your little giant fucking one leg foot thing, <laughs> you know, you got your, your people with dog heads and then you got Cyclops, all these different things. And then the brain starts going down. Why don't we see them anymore? And then I'm like, they went to space and then I'm like, holy shit. Did the human race just pull a Hitler Could and be. just genocide everything that didn't look like us. They said that's what happens to Neanderthals. Oh, we just gen- we just decided killed by. them all off. That's fucked up, man. Killed them all off. That's fucked up. If that if that's a cold hard truth, that's fucked up. That's why there's still Neanderthal DNA mixed throughout like Homo sapiens now. Yeah, because we fucked them and killed them. <laughs> that's fucked up, dude. I'm sorry. That's that's a that's a pretty not cool thought. It's dude, it's wild because even like medieval travelers like Marco Polo mentioned Cinecephaly in his writings as he was out mentioned that's seeing weird, him. Man. 
they encountered a race of dog-headed people who lived north of the Northern Ocean, a.k.a. Lake Baikal, which we've already talked about as yeah. having weird creatures living in the bottom of that son of yep, a bitch. Yep, yep. That that's fucking strange, man, that these ancient people, like, travel. And, and what's crazier is that, like, you can't tell me that they were all gnarly assholes like the LBL dog man because these people live to tell about it. Yep. Right? They wrote stories about it. So you can't say that all these things were just like vicious bloodthirsty beasts out there, you know? I don't know. It, it almost makes it sound like legitimately the planet at one point was a giant melting pot. And maybe some of them got out of here. Got out of here or got murked. Or hid. Could have went underground. Yeah. Well, yeah. When there's a bounty put on your head, you're gonna you're gonna get scarce fast. Even Christopher Columbus reported seeing dog-headed people that were f- or that's fucking weird. And dude. encountered people that uh, were familiar with Cenophali, dog-headed people. Uh, in 1517, the Ottoman Sultan Selim was presented with a map of the New World drawn by Piri Reis which included the image of a dog-headed man fighting a monkey in what is now Colombia. 1519, the governor of Cuba instructed Hernan Cortes to investigate rumors of dog-headed men while on his expedition to the American mainlands. So it's nothing new. It's That's nothing strange, dude. And it almost sounds like dog man fighting Bigfoot. It's it's gnarly. I, I mean, it is it is fucking weird. Even if this is some big spoof, like... Just pushing us this direction to dig into this shit makes you wonder. The fact that there... I, I did not know that, that there have been ancient travelers throughout the world, especially prominent ones who encountered tribes of dog-headed people. That's fucking crazy. And the fact they have pictures of saints. Yeah. Saint Christopher. That's weird, with man. With a dog head. That's weird. And a lot of people are like, you're taking this out of context. Like, they refer to dog-headed people as undesirable people, this, that, and the other. Well, there's pictures of them. Of There is a portrait of Christ I saw surrounded by four dog-headed people from the 15th century. That's fucking weird, man. I don't know. I don't know anything about that other than it's fucking weird that that's a thing that you would draw those pictures that you paint those pictures. That's yeah. What, like what would be bizarre. your reasoning? What would be your reasoning for that? I don't know. <sighs> Other than an ultimate form of shame. Something. But even then, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. So because the, at the same, if you, if you were going to, especially in that painting with Jesus Christ, if you, you're, you're essentially taking shots at Jesus Christ because of his homies. Like all all of, all of his homies were dirt balls, but he was cool. We'll go ahead and paint him normal, but his dirt yeah. his friends are dirt balls. We're not going to paint them. We're going to slander them essentially. It's for eternity. It, I don't. It just doesn't make sense. Because I hadn't even like honestly, I hadn't even thought about dog headed people. Like you immediately think Egyptian, right? Oh yeah, but hands you, down. You think of of them as just of just the way the Egyptian people worship their gods, you know? Yes. Like they held these, they held dog, this specific dog in high regard. So they put it on the head of a God. Yada, right. Yada. You don't think of it as these being actual legitimate entities. Beings. Yeah. Which yeah, is weird. fucking wild. So that we're going to run long. Cause I didn't plan on making this two episodes, but we're not anywhere close. So we're just going to roll with it. 
that is where this particular part of the story stops. The message stops. I started seeing links to another anonymous post on 4chan that supposedly tied back into this. So we're going to dive into this. This was posted on December 3rd, a week before the other anonymous post was made, right? So this poster posted in the paranormal board again, says my experience with alien abduction. Good afternoon, X. X is the paranormal board on 4chan. I've lurked here for years, but rarely ever post. I mainly stick to extraterrestrial related topics, mostly due to an absolute extreme experience I had years ago. I have dealt with this in my own ways for years, never really talking about it because I work for the government and I don't want to lose my job for sounding quote crazy. I'm going to shorten it up a bit, but I'm more than happy to answer any questions or provide more info that I have outlined here. They green text this, and for anybody that uses 4chan, green text is kind of like a way to shorten your your experience. It says, be me. Got out of the Marine Corps in 2017 after serving for eight years. Moved back home to Montana for governor contract work. Checkmark. Checkmark. Get extremely sick. Sent home to rest. Don't remember anything that day. Wake up feeling oddly warm with very cool bright lights. Eyes take a while to adjust. Surrounded by four strange humanoid creatures. Resemble canines in the face. Long, thin hair, like dog fur, covered parts of their bodies, not covered by clothing. Absolutely silent, except for low-pitched hum in the background. Not an extraterrestrial ship, but instead more of a compound on a planet. I remember not being able to move a muscle, probably in shock. They never hurt me. They were always very gentle. They spoke in an Eastern European-sounding accent. That's the best way I can describe it. I could not understand their language when they did talk around me to each other, but I did learn a few names and greetings. Isn't that almost what they pegged the yes the lady as? Yes. That's weird. We'll continue with more info in the replies. This was not a dream. It felt like I was with them for years, so please hear me out. I have many stories, and I'm open to rational reasons, reasoning why maybe I did not experience what I thought I did. I've spent the last few years trying to sculpt a 3D model so that I can show you what I saw. So yes, this pick is related. My beginner level interpretation of these beings, whether extraterrestrial, extra dimensional, or something else. He did include a photo of a 3D printed uh, Anubis-like creature. It, yeah, it looks almost identical to Anubis. It is strange. He follows up with this. I heard the word grata a lot when I, they were trying to talk to me. At least that's how I assume to spell it in English. I think this is the name of their people or race. They all wore rather normal-looking clothing with sick vel slick Velcro-like material along the back of their shirts. long sleeve, thin, cotton-looking fabric. Everything just seems so normal that it's really hard to explain. They all had necklaces with a swastika trinket along with four dots and very intricate engravings on the backing of the trinket. I don't remember the engraving, so I did not include them in this image. But this is basically how it looked. I still find the swastika use a, uh, a bit on the nose, if you ask me. That is mostly why I was unsure if this was a force vision or real. Um, he goes on, I remember not feeling afraid, but instead welcomed, as if this were a forced feeling. I was never scared of them, and honestly found them to be gentle and oddly kind of cute. Uh, this was mostly due to their mannerisms. They had rather adorable interactions with each other, often watching each other work with curiosity and wagging their tails. 
Their tails are longer than dogs, but equal in proportion to their body size. About two to three feet long, I would guess. The females did not have breasts, but smaller waists and wider hips proportionally. I assume this must be the same for all bipedals that go through live birth. I honestly don't even know what details to give here to start this. The more I type, the crazier I feel. I've been called a conspiracy nut by co-workers and a furry by people online. I will answer any question and I plan on writing a book about it all. I just want to get my thoughts in order so that I have proof to get this crossed correctly. So stopping right here, we have one or two, one of two things, right? Either the same person that put this first experience, alien abduction experience out, is the same person who is putting out the ham radio wave. Right. And they're both fake. Two, the ham radio wave guy is fake, saw this thread, and is piggybacking off of it. Because the Montana correlation is weird. There's some other correlations that get weird. It's weird. Three, these are both real. Furry aliens are on their way. I can see it. Um, and to be fair, now I know the posting is actually close, but the guy says that ex- his experience actually took years ago. Yeah. It's, it's not, wouldn't time-wise be in correlation with the ham operator, other than the fact that the actual post has surfaced within the uh, a decent amount of time. Yes, it's uh, it's strange. People start asking him questions, right? Because he said he'd answer any of them. The first one is, do they have long fur or short, like in your image? What are their colors? What kind of tech did you see? They had variations in their hair pattern. Short on their arms, legs, chest, etc. Long on their cheeks and neck, but short around their mouths. The names I learned were Verda, which if you remember... Right. Is the call sign from whatever the radio signal was and what sounded like Hort. I assume these are their last names, call signs, which is a red flag to me that they use call sign. Yeah, definitely weird. the audio use call sign or some kind of rank. But the only way, yeah, the a possible explanation to that outside of it being a red flag like a motherfucker, but a possible explanation to that is that this guy is military as well. Which So it puts your brain in a slight yes. funnel. Yeah, you're right. At least this is what I was able to understand. I assume they are not first names since they call each other something very different. The spelling is a complete guess, and it may be a bit different than what I heard. Verda, she's female, around 5.5 feet tall, the only female I saw. Long fur on her tail, rather feminine in appearance compared to the others. And that's a red flag right there, too. Verda being a female, and the description in the voice... From this dude, matching the description yeah. from the actual call. Yeah. So there's uh, I, I'm gonna can, outside of it being real, like there's there's it's like neck and neck real or it's a huge fucking red flag. Yes. Boom boom one or the other. I'm with you, bro. I'm with you. She was tan and cream in color, for greenish eyes, long tufts of fur on her ears that appeared to be trimmed and well groomed. Same for her cheeks, trimmed and groomed. Hort male. Around my height, about 5'11". The only male that was seemingly allowed to speak with me. Shorter fur in general than Verda. Slim, but rather fit-looking build. Dark brown, light brown fur. Brown eyes, also well-groomed. Um, it's interesting, too, because, like, your average 
depiction of Anubis or dog people is with black fur. Yeah. Yes, but, I mean, that could just be the specific god. Right. No, I get it. I'm just saying, like, our general understanding and visualization yes. of these entities, they all have black fur. It's it's weird. Yeah, he responds to the tech. Everything was too normal looking. Not like you would see in a sci-fi movie. White room with round lighting, solid plaster looking ceiling. The walls were a composite-like material. Slightly shiny, but also dull. Looked slightly metallic, but had a slight amount of give, almost like a plastic. Uh, computers. Mostly handwritten notepads with solid pencils. No lines on the paper, no pencil tips. I assume it was a silver, silver tip pencil. Like a right in the rain pen we used in the Marine Corps in the field. Thick handheld devices with rather normal looking display. I did not pry too much, but I could not read anything out of the user interface much. There's I, another red flag for me. That whole description. Why? Well, A, you're going to learn more about it in my next episode. B, um, we have heard encounters of the government housing these abductions and making people visualize mm. things yes. that aren't actually there. So, in theory, they could be making him visualize them as dog people, but... The fact that he's describing everything looking as too normal, quote unquote, it could actually be because it's our shit. Yeah, it's military shit. You're right. You're right. You know, and then another A on top of it being years ago, but you'd ask yourself why why handwritten notes? Well, handwritten notes are harder to steal. That's true. You know, because digital copies, that that Dude. shit's easy. Handwritten notes are a little bit different. They're they're a little more difficult. But you're, you'll learn about that, too, in the next episode. I love it. I love it. We're it gonna, is ironic, the weird tie-ins. Yeah, that, that happens with us a lot. We're yeah. gonna, I'm going to keep going through some of these Q&As because they get kind of weird. Uh, someone asked him, Do you have, did you have missing time in the Marines? You might have interacted with them in, in some of your programs. Uh, they said, no, this was after I was already out of the Marines and I was working for the Department of Defense in Montana, just outside of Malmstrom Air Force Base. I map quested where Malmstrom Air Force Base is less than an hour from the coordinates delivered in the ham radio ham message. Radio. Weird. Definitely weird. Weird. He said, the day I woke up back at home, no time had passed except for a few hours. This is going to sound like a movie to you, but I know that it's real because I found fur in my carpet and on my clothes, and I do not own any pets. That's fucking weird. That gives me... You know, I just had another th crazy thought, too. Let's go. Um, More of a logical explanation. I'm ready. So, I would be willing to entertain this theory, that what if... What if all of this is a fucking lie? Yeah. It's a fabricated story. However... It's actually not a lie. So think about it like this. People on these channels get fucking crazy. They're obsessive, right? True. And are you with me or not whenever I say, you know these motherfuckers are going to be watching that area on that date? Oh, there's there are already people putting boots on the ground for okay. that day. So hear me out. What if... I'm not saying this is the case, but I could see this actually happening. 
what if somebody has fabricated an asinine story to put out into the public for in in order to get all these people to watch this area on the specific date, even though these dog creatures aren't going to show up, but what if something else fucked up happens there? And it's 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 basically his way of saying, listen, gray aliens are going to fucking land the mothership right here without actually saying it, and therefore the government or people watching are going to see dog man, dog, dog people, this, that, and the other, and they might overlook the whole concept. Highly unlikely considering that they're actual coordinates and whatnot, but you get what I'm it. saying. I love it. Think about, think about this. Some of the first references to Blue Beam was to fake the second coming of Christ. Yes, absolutely. Is that what we're looking at here? Hmm. That is weird. Hmm. But it, it is, I think it is a plausible theory that a whistleblower could essentially do something yeah. of that nature. Oh, yeah. In order to, even if it's just to make themselves feel safer about not getting tracked. You know what I mean? Yep. Nobody's going to listen to the furry guy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But you know, these crazy fucks, like you said, there's already people putting boots on the ground. They're investigating oh, yeah. it. So he knows that he's drawing attention to these specific locations. Dude, it's, it's. And, and I, I never have thought about it like that. Like, like this story could also house it's a story within it. Coverting the covert. You know? Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> or maybe, you know, with, with them numbers and, leaving intentional clues within the story to, to navigate people away. You know, I don't know. It, it gets complex. It, it is like a, it's like a real life ARG, but it's actually not an ARG. It's yeah. just operating like an ARG. Covert disclosure. Almost. Yeah. It's fucking, yeah, it's elaborate, but that's where my brain went. Uh, I'm going to look through these questions a little bit. People ask what they fed him. And he just said food. He said, I ate twice a day. I was allowed to roam freely around this about 1,500 square foot room. They didn't try to intervene or anything. The bowls were plastic. Kind of felt like the same material that the walls were. Which uh, feeds to the whole, like, we're your friend. We love you. Like, love us too. Like, they're being nice. Yeah. They're not yeah. being dicks. The food was some kind of processed warm meat product in small one-inch by one-inch cubes. That's gross. It sounds with, like cat food. Yeah, it sounds like dog food, along with cooked grain in the bottom of the bowl. Imagine a beef cube. Imagine beef cubed up with rice. Uh, it was like that, except very large rice, like four times the size of our normal rice. That's weird. <laughs> Uh, the water was in a small square shaped spout on the wall with a foot pedal on the floor, like a fountain. Um, they did not eat or drink in front of me and would often leave, uh, for hours at a time. Um, let's see here. Go ahead and wrap your brain around all that. Yeah, it's. It's definitely strange. It's weird. You know, the like reverse swastika symbol with the dots, uh, that's been been a part of all sorts of uh, history and mythology. Uh, somebody asked him about the missing time in the CIA. Did you ever interact or in with the Marines? Did you ever interact interact with any CIA attaches? Uh, maybe around Diego Garcia. Any other missing time while you're with the Marines? I do not believe so. I had interactions with the NCIS for security clearances and for debriefs for deploying to Syria and Afghanistan, but never the CIA. I've not dealt with the CIA at all during my career, or at least not to my knowledge. I was stationed at Camp Lejeune and 29 Palms later in my career. Uh, they ask to talk about 
the room. Um, there's also a large multi-pane window adjacent to the wall from the seating in the restroom area. I was assume I assume it was about three feet tall and six feet wide. I remember sitting on a light, solid, movable plastic-like stool in front of the window, gazing at a forest. It was a real window, not just a screen. It had parallax as you moved. I never saw any wildlife, but the sun was gorgeous. There were four lights in the sky, leaving the atmosphere slightly lit at night. One bright major sun like ours and three equally dull smaller suns off in the distance. At sunset, the sky would turn beautiful purples and pinks instead of deep oranges like on Earth. And what I can assume was a faint aurora borealis of greens and blues. The plant life was far away, but I could tell it was it was a tower, probably 30 feet in the air. It snowed a lot throughout the entire year. I imagine the beings had fur due to most likely being on a cooler planet. The window was always cool to the touch. Verda seemed to enjoy looking out the window as well. Maybe she was just excited that I found her planet beautiful. I do not know for sure. Um, someone also says you guys are a bunch of fucking losers, which <laughs> I thought was funny. That's appropriate. <laughs> Um, it sounds like 20 and back. Yeah, dude, it's, it's strange. Um, they ask if there were any tests run on him. Uh, I went on to a bit of a tangent furthermore with my testing. It was like random physicals every now and then both Holt, Hort and Verda would gently and carefully listen for my heartbeat. I remember how soft Verda's hands were. She had furred tan hands and almost paw pad looking areas on her palms and the tips of her fingers, along with rounded trim nails, not like human fingernails, but like a mix between claws and nails. She was the only one not afraid to get close, close enough that I remember her smell. This sounds stupid, but if you've ever smelled CLP, the gun lubricant, she smelled like that, but dulled with a bit of slightly flowery smell. CL CLP smells slightly sweet and just mildly chemically. That's interesting. It's weird how he's like describes her. He sounds like he's kind of into her, which is, uh, you know, Kind of Whatever floats your boat, big dog. Strange there, bud. <laughs> Someone said that's enough 4chan for today. Um, we have a person. Did you see any decals with similar patterns, flags? What colors were they? Did you see any of them not matching the dog-like description? Bird-like? Or was it just those two you got a good look at? Did you try speaking English with them? Uh, he says, yes, I did. A poster-like object on the wall with a list of unintelligible language and symbols at the top. Like these OSHA safety posters or workers' rights posters, blue border, white black, black, white background, black lettering, and full color intricate of the swastika logo. The that logo was weird. bronze in color, black outlines with the blue and orange stripes. I remember that fairly well, and I can remake it in Photoshop if needed. No, all four were the same for the most part, but only the two ever spoke or interacted with me. I talked to myself a lot. They never paid much attention to it when I even tried talking directly to them. I stated in an earlier reply, four suns, purplish atmosphere, one major sun, three minor suns. Never got completely dark. Uh, what did the symbols look like? Closer to Chinese, I guess. Symbols, not really letters, but not like Chinese at all. I can remake a few to show you. Uh, what was the last question they asked? What else would you do with Hort? If you tried to pet him like a dog, would he let you? <laughs> he may have. I spent most of my time a little frightened, to be completely honest with you, even though they were nice. Um, let me keep going here. Yeah, because that's, I mean, that's way out of the normal. So you're definitely going to 
not feel very comfortable, even if they are being nice. Yeah. He says, thinking back on it, they seem very touchy, not in a bad way, but they did not have a sense of personal space, is I guess what they mean. They interacted with each other like this. They were a bit more reserved around me. I don't like thinking of them as dogs, since they are so much more than that, but I assume every dog likes being pet. I was going to say that, that <laughs> I'll look at the nature of a dog, like dogs are always up in your space. <laughs> he said, after the fur incident, they said he's got fur. Someone says, you have alien fur? Fucking do something with it, unless the Marines truly fucked your brains up completely. He said, believe me, I tried. I still work for the DOD, and I've made contacts in the medical science field. I had a contact pick up the samples that I have uh, put in sterile specimen tubes, and I kept them in my freezer. His recommendation, I don't know anything about this stuff. He will not answer my calls, and I think he completely blocked me. I am trying, I swear. But if this gets out, I'm screwed. Either I was supposed to forget this, or they're waiting for me to say something and get myself thrown off projects and into the loony bin says, be careful, you might go missing for having that stuff. Uh, it may not all be real, but they use cover memories as a means to hide what really happened. They know that as hard as they try, some people still wake up later and remember. So they give you funky, fucked up, implanted That's memories. That's kind of exactly what I was saying. To make it seem like it must have been a dream. Sometimes they remember one of them, usually just a cover memory. Some people remember both. Sometimes they get mixed together into one really strange memory with elements of both the real event and the cover memory. He goes on to recreate some of the symbols. They're strange. They almost look like weird numbers. There's like an omega sign. It's it's weird. Um, a lot of people calling bullshit on it, which again, it's there, a little there's, fucking... there's definitely some red flags there. Oh, I mean, I'm strange. not gonna lie, but in conjunction, it could be real. So I mean, it's hard to, and I don't even know where my gut kind of falls with this one. Like I want to believe the story. Yeah, it's just. I think I like. I don't know. I don't. I think I like more of that, like the cover story situation. But I'm not sure. I don't know because he does. He does describe it quite significantly. Yeah. Uh, someone said, "Why were you there at all? What did they try to accomplish?" To be honest, I don't know. Aside from random long walks indoors, random physical checkups, and being stared at while they take notes, I guess it may be a way to slowly start acclimating humans to them, or vice versa. It's been a few years, so I guess with all this alien stuff in the news and in Congress, they may be getting ready to reveal themselves <clears throat> to everyone on Earth. They could have been looking for a human to stay with them, to teach their culture and their language. Maybe I just did not pass their tests or something. God, man, they just made him their dog. Yeah, that'd be even worse. <coughs> I don't. I mean, let's be honest. I, I like, I'm thinking about it. Like, if they were to come out and be like, "Hey, we're here." I mean, everything I've heard about you is good. Like, you seem pretty yeah. all right. So I don't have a problem with you hanging out. <laughs> Pretty chill. Yeah, as long as long as you're cool, like I don't have a fucking problem. Although we're probably gonna change the way we view dogs after that. <laughs> this this dude's already there. Anonymous says, I really hope you're right, OP. They sound pretty hot, not gonna lie. Want me a space wife on planet hot babeopolis. <laughs> Jesus. This is why they don't talk to us. Yeah, I'm hundred percent. Another anonymous user said, What what probably happened was real, but they weren't dog people who did it. They were added by them to make you not believe it happened. 
not necessarily us. Though telling us this ridiculous story, of course, is going to make you look like a crank. Canines are often used a feature of cover dreams. I had one once. I was being chased by three wolves. They eventually caught up with me. One sat in front of me with its jaw clamped over my groin. One uh, was on my right with my hand in its mouth. The other ran around behind me so I couldn't see him. I woke up out of the dream into another dream. There were three people in my room, or what I assume was my room. It might have been somewhere else. One was to my right, holding my hand. The other was down at the foot of the bed. It was a woman. She said, that's not working on him. It's not working on him. I think she meant the cover dream. I was probably waking up, and the implanted memory was maybe supposed to drive me back to sleep. I don't know. Just after she said that, someone near my head squirted something that tasted like Novocaine into my mouth. I could taste it. I felt the tingle on my tongue. I remember thinking that I hoped uh, they didn't give me too much that I might overdose. I think somewhere deep down, I knew that I had already they'd already given me some, and I was worried that it might be too much. I went back to sleep about 10 seconds after that. Then I woke up my final time in bed. It seemed like only minutes later. The covered dream serves several purposes, I think. It keeps you under or can send you back to sleep. It gives you something to remember other than what's really happening to you, though sometimes it doesn't work. I like that. It's creepy. I do like that. Creepy. It's logical. It but it is logical. Um, I don't know that there's very much more people start asking about the dog lady's furry honkers. Oh, geez. So (laughs) I'd say it probably derails at that point. Yeah, it's uh, pretty effed up after that. Um, Fucking weirdos. Yeah, he goes on. I guess I guess I'm just going to stop it there because. I don't know. Well, it starts getting real pervo, so. Yeah. <clears throat> it's all out there on 4chan. If this is a giant LARP, we are going to find out. Uh, December 23rd. It's coming up. Middle of nowhere, Montana. It's not very far away. Nope. They already, 4chan and Reddit already have boots on the ground. I just thought that you guys would be interested in this fun little thing. If it's a LARP, it's very well thought out and planned. If it's not, I guess we're going to see what goes down the 23rd. Hopefully not too crazy. I don't know, bro. I'm not trying to have the Antichrist come out. It's weird. Do his thing. It's weird. Uh, But I figured it was a little fun one toward the end of the year. And since it's hot right off the press still happening, I thought we better get in front of it as the Hollow Cult. I'm with it. So, we're going to see. We might do a follow-up episode, or hell, the world might end the 23rd. I don't fucking know. But that being said, check us out at all our social medias. Stay safe. Stay weird. And we either have angelic dogmen from space, or furry Reddit 4chan LARPers hiding in a trailer on a mountain.